Networking and marketing made simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look into the real world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me. And now let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Networking and Marketing Made Simple. Super excited for today's episode. I got another interview lined up for all of you today, and we are going to be talking about, obviously, uh, some important topics all based around getting the message of what you have out to more people. Uh, and the person that I have for you today is the uh, owner of Sound Advice Strategies and uh, focusing specifically a lot on helping podcasters get their message out there, broaden their audience so they can impact more people. And again, outside of that, um, you know, it's also really good to hear the journey of, of how people got to where they are, um, from where they started to where they are now. So we're going to dig into all that and more. So Phyllis Nichols, welcome to today's episode. Well, thank you, Scott. It's, it's nice to be here. I'm excited to talk to you today. Absolutely. So before we get into uh, sound advice strategies and everything that you do to support podcasters with their messaging and what they have to offer, let's go back before we go forward. And sure. if you could land um, on a moment in time where you feel everything shifted, it was kind of like that light bulb moment or that catalytic, catalytic moment where it kind of shot you into the direction that you're going in now. What was that moment for you? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, so, you know, it was probably, uh, several years ago, I, for a long time, I worked in, I was a salesperson and I worked in the corporate sales. And uh, when I left the corporate sales environment, I was doing sales consulting. I was teaching small businesses and their sales teams how to sell better and that sort of thing. And I think the real pivotal moment happened when um, I was working with somebody that had a, a small and enthusiastic sales team. And um, we worked together for a few days and I went to the owner of the company and I said, you know, the um, your salespeople are great. They're, they're hardworking. They're well-intentioned. They really want to do well. They're, you know, they're, they're here for all of it. And, and the, the people aren't the problem and the training isn't the problem. The message was kind of the problem. They just really, didn't understand how to um, kind of just explain a message in a way that really landed with uh, the people they were looking to serve. And I think that's really when the light bulb went off um, because that that actually that gentleman that owned that company said, well, gee, could you help us with messaging? And the first time he asked, I said, no, no, I'm a salesperson. <laughs> and then the second time he kind of asked, it was like, okay, well, maybe help you with that um so that's really i think when kind of a, a shift happened it was like you know we, yeah that's it so going back to the time that you spent in corporate sales what what do you feel was that the biggest lesson that you learned in that experience that enabled you to become successful at running your own business and helping other people um, a couple of things, um, you know, one thing, and I think this is, uh, will probably not come as a surprise to you, uh, but I, um, 
I really enjoyed sales and selling and, and I know a lot of people don't necessarily, but meeting new people and calling people I didn't know and talking to people that I didn't know um, was really interesting and fascinating for me. So I liked that and I sort of leaned into it. Um, I think that was really helpful for me instead of um, resisting, I think, you know, just the unknown a little bit. Um, I, I leaned into it. It was kind of like, well, you know what? I don't know this guy that works at this company that I'm you know, supposed to be talking to and calling on. So I'm just going to get to know him and figure out how to do that. You know, that's one of the things I feel like you're really good at. And um, yeah, so that was one of those things. And I, and I, at the time I wouldn't have been able to explain to you, that's what I was doing. It just sort of came naturally for me. So that was super helpful. I think a lot of people don't realize that a lot of the gifts and the talents they have are natural gifts and talents. When you spend, you know, I, I've been in sales um, you know, for the better part of now 26 years and, you know, um, more than half my life, I'm 44 now. So when, when you, but, but it's, it's not even so much that I'm great at sales. I, I really have a joy and a love of connecting with other people. I was always right. a very inquisitive person, even as a kid, I just, I loved asking questions um, but I've always been a good listener too. You know, I've always been very communicative, you know, going back to however young I was and, you know, all of those things translate into be being a good business owner because you need to listen to people, you need to hear them out. Um, but you also yeah. need to make sure that when someone's coming to you with a problem that you can hear what they're saying and provide them a solution. You know, the, the, the analogy is that we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. So it's it's listening more and talking less. So yeah. podcasting has become very, very popular. Obviously, sure. um, you know this very well. You know, I've had my podcast for almost five years now, come up in, in November. And it's been a very, very uh, amazing uh, experience. How did podcasting come into your world? And for anyone that's listening to this that has thought of having a podcast that doesn't feel they're a good fit to have one. Um, the second part of that question is what, what's your message to that person? Uh, sure. So to answer the first part, um, and Scott, I couldn't, I, I agree so much with what you just said about like sort of our intuitive talents. Um, that's just, we really can't underestimate that. Right. Um, but to the first part, so I was, as I've mentioned, you know, doing the sales consulting. So we had transitioned a little bit to helping people with messaging. And one of the clients that we had done some work with, a little bit of work with just on like some website copy and messaging and that sort of thing said, you know, I want to start a podcast. And um, I had just started our own and had kind of figured it out. It was somewhat painful. And, and this was again in 2017, um, which uh, <laughs> in podcast world was kind of a long time ago. The technology's changed. Anyway. So I said, okay, well, you know, we'll help you do that. Um, I'm super proud that that particular client is still a client. She's still podcasting and going strong and doing great. And then we had another person that came to us soon after that and said, well, you know, I want to, I'm going to start a podcast too. And I heard you help this other person. And honestly, that's kind of how it happened. We just started talking with people. Um, we had some good results with uh, our first few clients right out of the gate. Uh, and that was helpful. Um, and then slowly, you know, we still had copy clients and strategy clients and some other things. And we just kind of slowly, uh, the podcast stuff really just took off for us. So um, I think 
yeah, that's what happened. We answered a need. Um, I feel really fortunate that um, our clients, are, especially those first few clients, had a lot of faith and confidence in us and gave us a chance to really uh, grow and, 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 you know, do a nice job for them. But also, um, we learned a lot, right, from helping those first few people get launched, get up and running, get their, you know, get their show going and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, so that's how that happened. Um, and you asked about if, if somebody's listening, you know, I hear this probably probably once a day, sometimes more, right? That either somebody doesn't feel like podcasting, they feel like they've missed the boat, you know, congratulations, first of all, to you for podcasting for almost five years. That's really an accomplishment that puts you probably in the top 1% of podcasters. Um, I think that's phenomenal. And but there are people who feel like, well, you know, I'm not Scott. I didn't start years ago. And so I feel like maybe this has passed me by. Um, I want to encourage those people. I, I don't think that's true, um, partly because the medium continues to grow and sort of change the way that people consume podcasting is changing a little bit. There's now more and more avenues and methodologies for people to access that content than there ever used to be. So I, I, it just, I, we're just not seeing it in real life practical applications. We're just not seeing that at all. Um, and the second thing I would tell people, the other I think thing I hear a lot is, well, there's already a lot of people that talk about my topic or that talk to have similar expertise. And while that's true, you know, for any one of us really, um, you know, and we, I, I feel like this answer sounds, um, I feel like people discount this answer. Let me put it that way. I think it's, and I don't want people to discount it. It's like, yeah, there are people who are talking about it, but they're not you. They don't have your perspective. They don't have your life experience. They don't have your, um, just your particular expertise and spin on things. And I, I kind of relate this to authors. You know, you're, you're also an author, right? And so, and we have several clients who are authors um, who have uh, several books and are writing, you know, working on writing their next book and that sort of thing. And there are way more books than there are podcasts and nobody's telling authors like, oh, I've already, you know, there's already a lot of books on my topic or I'm just not, you know, we're just not going to write any more books because there's already so many. Um, I feel kind of the same way about podcasting. There's, there's a place for it. And um, also for some people, for, you know, you and I probably come to this a little more easily just because we like listening, we like asking questions, we like meeting new people, you know, we sort of like the process of some of this. If there's somebody who's listening who doesn't like this kind of process, you know, that's okay too. One of the best things about podcasting is that there aren't really any rules. You can have whatever type of show you want. You don't have to interview people if that's not your thing. You can have a short five minute podcast where you just share one little tiny tidbit of information or Perhaps you do a series of things where you go through maybe like the five key things in your industry that people need to know, or, you know, some things like that. You can just really do it in the way that works for you. And um, I think, well, and I think it should be understated, like you can genuinely just do it however you want. And it's going to be right if you're getting the information and the message that your audience needs and wants to hear. I mean, that's, that's what inspired me to start mine. Nancy and I were driving one day. And Russell Brunson had a podcast at one point and it was just like three or four minutes long. And I remember turning to Nancy, I'm like, that's a podcast. Like it was only a couple of minutes. And she said, yeah, that's it all. You know, Robin Sharma, um, his are like 30 seconds. Like it's like one small little like tidbit. 
and then he's done. So that's how I got inspired to do it. But what I'll, what I'll say to that, that point is this for as many podcasts are being created on the daily, um, there's just as many people that are letting their podcast go and it's called pod fade because everyone right. gets excited. It's, I'm not saying that podcasting is a full-time job. It's not. If you have a good system in place, you can run it like a well-oiled machine. It doesn't take up okay. any of your time. It just right. feeds your business. But again, you, you have to want to do it. You know, yeah. I, now it's like, I mean, it's second nature to me. You know, I'm yeah. approaching 500 episodes at this point. So it's it's like second nature. And And again, anyone can get to that point. Part of what- right you know, people learn in our group mastermind, we, we teach people how to start launch and create their own podcast because it, it can be done in a very simplistic way. Right. So let's talk about, um, you know, your business a little bit. Um, sound advice strategies, obviously I sound advice is something that people are always looking for. Um, how did you come up with the concept for the business and what was it about podcasters that you lent that heart of service to those people to really support them? Well, um, Sound Advice, we actually, the, I had a business called Sound Advice Sales and Marketing when I was doing the uh, sales consulting. And then when we were sort of transitioning, I'm like, that didn't fit anymore. But I love the Sound Advice, both for the, you know, Sound Advice, which is helpful, useful information. And then the kind of the play on words with sound and audio. So we kept that. Um, but, you know, we want, I think, you know, the kind of person and, and the way that we like to approach our business, I think it's just because we saw, I saw so many people, um, I both again in my sales consulting days. And then when I started podcasting and started doing some of these other things, I uh, was part of some professional organizations and groups. And so many people, women in particular, but not all women, were really struggling to just, just get their message out there and not just, um, you know, people that were really confident and competent and capable and all of those good things. And they had such great information to share and they just really struggled with how to do it. And I just felt like podcasting just made so much sense for people like that, right? You can do it in your own time. It's, it's you know, to your point, right? People can set up a, a process that works for them. You can sit down, you know, some of our people, you know, sit down one afternoon a couple of times a month and record, you know, a couple of, you know, four to six weeks of content really quickly, um, fairly straightforward. We have people that do a variety of things. And I think that flexibility is helpful. One of the other things I know is that when um, there's something powerful, I think about using our voice, our literal voice, right? Like when you and I talk, or I talk with somebody that I've just met for the first time, um, we there's just a really cool, like, connection, right? That we get, I, I connect a lot online, just like you do with LinkedIn and a variety of other tools and resources. And I don't want to give those up, but there's a really cool thing that happens when we're hearing and listening. We, we can understand the tone and the energy and all of those things. And that's another reason why I just really feel passionate about this and encouraging, again, some people I think that are like never going to do video. They're never going to do some of these other things. They just don't feel comfortable in those kinds of mediums. But you know, podcasting, most of us, when we're talking about things that we know a lot about, we're really passionate about, um, that comes through, even if we're not the most polished or well-spoken speaker in the world. And our audience, I think, really can take it in and, and then sort of absorb not just the message itself, but like the energy of the message too. 
No, I, I totally agree because, you know, the magic is in the message. So you start really attracting certain people, you know, to what you're doing and how you're doing it by that organic message that you have. Right. So where do you see the podcasting world going? Uh, obviously, th there's ebbs and flows. There's a, a lot of people that jump onto it. There's times where it's pretty quiet. There's not a lot, you know, going on with it. You know, where do you see the podcasting world going in the next two to three years? And, you know, for the business owner that doesn't have a podcast, how impactful could it be for their business to help grow and scale it? Yeah, so... There's a couple of things. I mean, I think podcasting will, is going to continue to grow. I do think that over the next few years, we may we may see the way that people consume some of the content change a little bit differently. Uh, but the audience has continued to get bigger and bigger and more mainstream. So um, I think if somebody's listening and they feel like, oh, again, like the podcast has passed them by or it's too late for them to start. Um, I just don't think that's true. The other thing I think we see happening are um, people really understanding um, the, again, well, we use the introduction of AI, but there's lots of other forces that impact this too, right? I feel like there's the, the value of creating a real tree connection and also providing access um, is, is going to go up and up and up, I think. I feel like it's going to become, there's a ton of great content and, and good content, there's always going to be a place for it, no matter what the medium. But I think we're, for a business case right now, you know, the basics of who you are and what you do and who you serve, like that's the minimum. People expect that. They're going to find that on your website. They're going to find that in a variety of places. And it's great. You have to have that stuff there. But then I think the power of podcasting and then some other forms and even video content as well, obviously, allows again for people to truly feel like they make a connection with you and it gives them some access and it provides I think a level of credibility especially with AI content coming um so it's so powerful at this point or kind of really I mean I'm starting to get emails from people going like I wrote this email myself this is not an AI powered email um I'm starting to see that on other content you know like this was recorded by me I didn't you know this isn't an AI thing so I think we're going to see more of that and I think that means more than ever in the business world, people are going to be looking for, I hate to use the word authenticity, it gets overused, but it's legit. And I, I think that's where it's going to come into play. I think if, if you were the owner, even of a very large business, it might not be your clients you need to do this for. It might be internal stakeholders and people on your team. You know, if you work in a super large company, you don't know who the CEO is. You don't know who the C-level people are. I mean, you might know them by name, but you don't know who they are, what they stand for. Um, I think that's really powerful. One other thing I'll share, um, I believe it was Edison um, Edison Insights, I believe that does a lot of statistics and, and tracks a lot of metrics in podcast world, found that, you know, 60% of people are looking for um, sort of that next level of expertise. They're looking for people that share their values, that share... So even in a large B2B environment, like businesses want to do business with people and other companies who share kind of common like values is really the best word, right? So that's another thing I think that comes across really well in podcasting. A mission statement on your website is cool, but if you as a CEO or even a, a C-level or a mid-manager level person at a large company to really talk about how your company lives those values and how you actually 
you know, treat your people and all those kinds of things. I think it's super powerful. And I think a lot of people could be missing the boat. One other thing I will share too is, you know, right now the, the job market in some area sectors, especially is really tight. Finding good, valuable, skilled employees in some areas is really difficult. And I think something like a podcast where you have the ownership and the leadership of a company really talking about how they value employees, sharing stories, having employees tell their own story um, is, is super powerful. I know one company who's doing that now, and they're they're really they're seeing a lot of interest. Like people are actually saying, hey, that's the kind of company I want to work for. That's the kind of leadership I'm looking for. Those are the kinds of people I feel like. I could, you know, do my best work at, and they could mentor me and give me opportunities. So, um, yeah, I, I just feel like there's so many opportunities to just make that real, real connection, for lack of a better word. I know that's overused, but that's really what it is at the end of the day. I love that. Now, um, if someone listening to this podcast is is interested in hearing more about you and what you do, how you serve people. Uh, what's the best way for people to find out more about Phyllis and obviously the the ways that you uh, help individuals that have podcasts or you know business? Sure, thanks, Scott. So the best way to really is to go to soundadvicestrategies.com forward slash resources. If you want, we have a, a short little free audio. It's a, it's an audio series, but we sort of break down for people how we help our clients in the especially in the business space, how we help them get results. Um, you can get that content and it takes you about 20 minutes or so. And there's lots of other good information on the website about how we do that as well. But the resources tab is going to be a great place to start. And we'd be happy to help anybody, you know, answer any questions. There's a contact form there if you want to reach out with something specific. Awesome. And uh, for anybody listening, the information that Phyllis just shared obviously will be in the show notes, in the email, and in the description of this episode. So you're not going to have to travel too far. So Phyllis, final question before we sign off today. What does success truly mean to you? Oh, that's such a good question. And I love that you ask it. Um, for me, I think it's, it's, it's actually doing work that I love and being able to um, really enjoy, enjoy what I do, right? I get, to, I get to do things I like to do every day with people I think are really smart and interesting. Um, and that's, that's really successful for me. That's, that's really all, everything I'm looking for. It's, it's amazing. Love that. And uh, I could not agree more. And, you know, Phyllis, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Uh, just appreciate you, your wisdom, your advice, and everything that you shared. So thank you again so much for being here today. Oh, well, thanks, Scott. It's an honor to be here. You're so great to have me. Thank you. And uh, again, anyone that's listening, remember all the information about Phyllis and how she can serve you will be in the show notes, the email, and the description of this episode. So everyone, please enjoy the rest of your days. And I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved, or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterron.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, 
what you're struggling with and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you everyone for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.